You're listening to the Van Moody Podcast. Our passion is transforming the world by transforming lives. In today's episode, we'll begin our new series centered around drawing nearer to God. Get Closer Part 1 of the series will feature the Van Moody teaching team to discuss their revelations and findings from the SOAP devotional. We'll discuss obedience, relational growth, hidden motivations, and much more. Let's get started. Happy Sunday, family. We are so excited to have you with us on today. Today is a very special day because we are kicking off our amazing summer initiative. And it's real simple. It's called Get Closer. We want you and your family to commit all summer to do just one thing, and that is get closer to God. And so the question is, how do you do it? Well, we made it really simple. Every day, if you and your family would commit to doing your soap devotion, grabbing your secret place devotional and journal, doing your soap devotion, and then talking about it. God is going to move in your life and in your family's life in an incredible way. And so to coincide with our summer initiative, we're also kicking off an incredible summer teaching series today, and it's also called Get Closer. And so all summer long, I, along with our teaching team, we are going to be sharing the Word of God from our soap devotion. And so on today, I want you to get ready because we have some absolutely incredible teachers from our pastoral and ministry team that are going to do a soap collective message as we start this amazing teaching series and this summer initiative. So get ready to get closer. Receive our teaching team now. Brother. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, you know, I deal with um, kids, been dealing with kids mm-hmm. now for almost three decades. Yeah. Now. So a lot of stuff that I get is kind of um, simplistic, I mm-hmm. think, to mm-hmm. where they can get it. So, so he good. speaks to me that way, too. So I think the one thing. Uh, one thing I can say about it, and let me first say no condemnation to anyone That's right. if you don't do your soap every day. Thank you. Release the people I'm, I'm today. I'm not going to sit up here Release and lie and tell you today. I do mine every single day. Yeah. But I will say that I've gotten closer. Yeah. Because yeah. even though I may not hit it every day, I'm eating with him a whole Come lot on. more. Ooh. Than I have before. Yes, yeah. I'm eating a whole lot more. So if there's one thing I can say, um, I would say this. I would say, spiritually, I smell better. Mm. And I'm saying it from the standpoint because Mm. when you think about the benefits of soap, soap, what does it do? It it, it, it cleans, it cleans, it washes all the dirt off of you. If you use it effectively, praise the Lord. You know, we don't do little kids. Now, I'm not a little kid anymore. So a little kid get in the bathtub and just sprinkle water on them and then (laughs) wash right here and tell the mama, smell me. When 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 your mama and your daddy ask you, Uh did you, boy, did you bathe with the Z, bathe? Did you bathe? And and what you do? You say, yeah, who smell me? And mama don't ever smell right here. Go back. Mama gonna be like, "Uh, I don't want to smell right there. What she do? She gonna lift up that arm or she gonna gonna, gonna go somewhere you don't want her to go in one of these cracks and crevices and go go sit up there and be like, "Uh uh-uh, go back, boy, go back. What you say, no bird bath around here. Yeah, yeah, no bird bath. So, so you smell better, you know, and it's the same way, same way spiritually. I smell better because I'm bathing in him more. It's Mm. good. I'm bathing in him more. So even if, that's why I say no condemnation, because even if you, you have it every day. Yeah. Think about it like this, even eating spiritually. A lot of us have gone through and thank God for, for the pandemic because you had to go from 
eating once spiritually a week, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. They eat once spiritually a week mm-hmm. to where now, even if you're not eating seven times a week, yeah. one meal a day, you may be eating three times. You may be eating five times, but no matter so what good. it is, yeah. it's more than you were eating before yeah. this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than you were eating before we started soap. So, yeah, I smell better. Awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I think all of us smell better. Amen. I smell good. And, and, Amen. And listen, and, and since we are being very intentional of smelling better, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's, let's go ahead and di- let's, let's, dive into, let's dive into the secret place today because uh, today, oh. We got some good meat, good readings today. So if if you're not aware, um, each day we're giving specific uh, scriptures that we have to read. And whatever it is that Holy Spirit speaks to you, that's what you lean towards. And and you, uh, so it's scripture and it's observation. That means going over everything in its entirety, kind of catching up, you know, where everything is. Mm -hmm. Application is what is Holy Spirit telling you? What what, what is that area in your life that you need to start applying the Mm -hmm. word of God? And just prayer, prayer of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Father, I thank you for this word or prayer of, listen, God, I have been missing the mark for quite some time. I repent right now. I lay it down and restore me and fill me up. It is so simple. It's not hard. And uh, this morning we are diving in to 1 Kings. 1 Kings is going to be our scripture focus this morning, um, starting at the seventh verse. I'm old school. My grandmother's going to love this because I got my Bible this morning. I have my Bible uh, this morning. So starting at the seventh verse, it says, Then the king declared to the man of God, Come home with me. Refresh yourself and I'll give you a reward. But the man of God replied, If you were to give me half your house, I still wouldn't go with you. And I wouldn't eat food or drink water in this place. For this is what I was commanded by the word of the Lord. You must not eat food or drink water to go back the way you came. So he went another way. He did not go back by the way he had come to Bethel. That is our scripture focus and my observation. Oh my goodness, you guys. So let me get my soul. Go to the secret place. Go to the secret place. I love it. Uh, So this is is what I I wrote down uh, this morning. So we have this man of God that was chosen by God to go um, from Judah to Bethel um, and to go to the altar where um, a king was there. And the man of God was crying out at this altar prophesying and and saying things that was not pleasing to this king. And the king overheard what the man of God said and stretched his arm out saying, arrest him. In that moment of him reaching his arm out, that same arm (laughs) that he extended shriveled up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The king cried out. Mm to the man of God, praying, please, please restore my hand. So the man of God began to pray, and the king's hand was restored. Mm -hmm. 
which brought us to, to uh, verse 7, because the king was so excited. He said, listen, okay, so come to my house. Come, I'll feed you. I'll clothe whatever you want. And the man of God had to let him know, uh, no, I can't, because right. God had already given this man instructions on what to do and how to do it. And so when the king was turned down, the man of God proceeded onto his journey. And I love it because in, in verse 16, it picks up where he has to say no again to someone else, which is an old prophet who heard that this man of God was in town. And so this um, old prophet got on, a, got on a donkey, went and found uh, the man of God, and the man of God had to say, well, no, I cannot go with you because the, you know, the old prophet was asking him to come home. And um, in that moment, uh, the old prophet got a little sneaky. He said, well, you know, God told me to tell you it's okay. So yeah, the man of God went home with the old prophet, ate and had his pleasantries. And, the, and God in that moment spoke to the old prophet who probably ain't been spoken to in a while, and said to him, listen, I told him and I gave him instructions. So the old prophet begins to just like cry out, repent, not even repent, but he's just crying out and, and he shares with the man of God what God said. So the man of God gets up and goes out back on his journey and what God had shared with him, what happened, happened. The man of God lost his life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how many times have we allowed ourselves to be distracted from the instructions that God has given us? The, what the, thing, the thing that I wrote down is we got to stay focused. Yeah. We allow certain things in our lives on this journey called life to deter us, to take us off our game. And when it happens, boy, we got to pay the price for it. Mm -hmm. But I love God because when God, God lets us know in his word the, how we have to be very intentional to silence the noise. How we got to be very intentional to put the blinders on and be Come like, on. you know what? Yeah. I don't care if you're an old prophet or a new prophet. God told me and I, that's where I got to go. And we got to learn how to be uh, steadfast and unmovable. And I love it because even in our um, specific readings for today, Philippians 3 talks about it as well because Paul talks about it in the 13th through 15th verse on the importance of moving forward. That's Do exactly. not go back to those don't old things. Don't, don't pull anything with you. And so I feel today day is it is very important us as believers we got to stay focused Amen. we cannot be moved we got to move forward because whatever it is that God is sending us man I'm telling you that place is abundant and man will do anything the enemy will do anything to take us from that so my prayer family is that for me is that Tamika you got to stay focused girl you cannot be moved or be shaken yeah. be confident that God chose you for such a time and whatever instructions he's giving you you to trust them and my prayer family is that you guys do the same yeah amen very good yes. one thing stood out was when the the lion and the donkey you know the body is laying there in the street of the holy man of god and the lion didn't bother the the carcass the, right. the human you know the, the body and neither did the donkey and so that stood out to me because it's unusual that the donkey would still be there and there's a whole lion sitting there and that the lion would not even touch the body. And so it lets you know that something supernatural was going on. Something has happened, moment. yeah. Something supernatural was going on. And then when the old prophet got wind of it, check this out, when he got wind of it, he said, you know what, let me go get this body up because that's the, 
the old man of God, um, I mean the, the holy man of Judah, let me go collect his body and let me go bury him. And he told his sons, he says, you know what? When I die, bury me in his grave. To me, that's saying that he was kind of awestruck about this, this holy man of God in some way. Because you're wanting to be buried in his grave. You're, I think from a distance, he saw that God was using this man mightily. You know, um, he's doing what God said to do. And so the scriptures tell us that he purposely lied and said, yeah. hey, the Lord spoke to me and said, come on back to my house. So I feel like, you know, it was a setup from the beginning mm -hmm. because he lured this guy back. Um, and now he's wanting to be buried in his grave, you know, like so that he can receive the accolades or I don't know. Yeah. But it's like he, he, he saw something in him. So I guess I say that to us and it, what resonates to me is people are watching you. You know, your haters are watching you, and, and they have, you have to try the spirit by the spirit. You know, everybody, test their motives and their intents. Discernment. Don't just run. Yes, with, you, you know, gotta have discernment. Don't just run with every word that's thrown up at you. You know, try the spirit by the spirit and make sure that it's by God. But most importantly, um, what I got to apply to my life is that God's word will not change. Whatever he's spoken, he expects us to do. Yeah. And um, to stay the course, like you said, stay yeah. focused, stay the course, and to remain obedient. Because when we're not, there are some serious consequences that come along with it. Can I add something to yeah, that? Absolutely, yeah. Um, tap my shoulder, give me the little preach tug, <laughs> if I go along with that a minute. No, seriously, because I, I want to hear from Pastor Crystal, too. There was something you said in that, Pastor Joy, real quickly, to where even though he got the word, his flesh didn't stop. Come on. Woo. So even when you receive a Let's word, not run past even that. when you receive commandments, when you receive a word from the Lord, understand when you receive a prophetic word from the Lord, understand that you got people that will, that God has called, that will prophesy to you. You better speak. But you also got some that will prophesy. lie. Come on now. So you have to know the difference, discern the difference, discern but then the difference. don't come off of that word God has told Amen. you. Now at the same time, please understand your flesh will not stop. I'm not to eat anything, I'm not to drink anything. I think one of the biggest things and biggest components was the fact that the man of God was hungry. That's it, and thirsty. The man of God was thirsty, and instead of killing your flesh, denying your flesh, and we have to do that daily when it comes to this soul. Eating the word. Yeah. You've got yes. to deny your flesh, because your flesh is gonna wanna we'll do whatever. That's why I'm real big at doing this first thing in the morning, because if I don't, Chances are I'm not going to get to it. So your flesh isn't going to stop even after you receive that word. That's powerful. That's really good. That's really good. I, I, actually, that's the wonderful thing about um, that the, the warring of the flesh and the spirit. That's what we said to follow after. That's when you started out. There's no condemnation. That is the scripture that says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's and that's it. the biggest thing is that we are supposed to walk after the spirit. Um, what I observed in my... Uh, uh, during the scripture, actually, so many things you, you said, uh, Pastor Joy, that I saw too. I kind of landed on King uh, Jero, uh, Jeroboam because he stuck out to me as a person who had this history yeah. of seeing the move of God, seeing yeah. the works of yeah. God through Come his over. tribe of Ephraim. And so he knows that God moves. He knows the power of God. He matter of fact, mm -hmm. he saw it when his hand was right. changed, but he yet remained defiant is oh, the word oh. that I got out wow. of it. Wow. Not just 
wow. disobedient because disobedient, as I was looking at the definitions between, this, between the two words, disobedience is kind of a failure to do, mm. but defiance Perfect. is actually a bold oh, move no. against what's been told. Come on. And so I can, yes, you know, my mom can yes, say do something and I disobey because I didn't do it in time and I kind of got lazy and I just kind of left it. But when I am being defiant, I am actually not, I'm purposing in my spirit to not do what has been told. And so Jeroboam was a defiant king, which is why at the end of the chapter, it talks about he remained wicked and because of his wickedness, there was destruction. I just want to let us know that even in 2021, that God from the Old Testament has not changed. My God, my God. And I think I just wanted to remind, that was my observation is that I'm reading a book that does have history, but it still has relevance for 2021. And that is the reminder. So what I got as my observation is, Crystal, I love to be in control. I love to do things my way. I, I, I hear a word from the Lord and I say, I got time, I, I got time to get wow. it together. But I think what has been shown in 2020 and even now is that you think you have time, Help but the us. Bible has showed us that we don't know the hour, Help we don't know us. the day, yeah. we don't know yes. the time when he is coming. And At we all. ought not to be so comfortable to think that he is not coming on his time. And so um, I, I want to apply, and this is my application from it, is to remain humble. Yes. is to remain humble and to not get in my own way mm. and to not be so a defiant good. child, to not, not only be disobedient and lazy, but to then not have the attitude of arrogance. The one thing too that I learned through observation is that of course, he was a king. And we often have this thing, when we have titles, we kind of get caught up in ourselves. Come on now, we, Crystal. we start feeling ourselves and we want to do things our yes, way. Ma'am. So what it is, his name was about putting the people together. That's what Gerald meant. It was to bring the people together. And here it is. He had the larger of the two kingdoms, right? He had the 10 tribes. And so he had the power to bring so many together, but he was doing it in a wicked way. So what he had the power of persuasion, the power of influence, the power of bringing people together. And so many of us have that gift, but we use it unwisely. And so here's the thing that when you have a title, when you have authority, when you have been given power and position, is to use it wisely and that you are leading people to Christ. And so do not get caught up in your titles, you know, just call me Crystal. You know, I always say that I'm just, you know, because what happens is when you get caught up in it, you actually will start to run amok and you will start operating in in another place. So the application was for me to be reminded and to stay humble. And that was my prayer is to stay humble before the mighty hand of God and to remember that he's still the God of yesterday, but he is yet that same God today. And so I do not want to be in the place that I have taken time for granted, taken grace and mercy for granted that I do not want to see the wages of sin and I have destruction at the end. What is it to profit to do all of this to then all of a sudden he yet say depart? And so I want to make sure that there's a well done at the end of my service. So that's what I got out of this scripture by merging the Old Testament and the New Testament together. Mm. So powerful. So awesome how we get 
different things, you know, Absolutely. from the same text. Same. Awesome. same. But that's the beautiful part about soap. Yes. You know, and we get together and, and discuss it. Yes. And Absolutely. Th- there's nothing I haven't heard that I'm just like, yeah, God, I'm apply that. Right. Yeah, so right. come on, Jeff. Yeah, I'm taking what notes you... from what y'all saying. I know. <laughs> I am. I'm glad I brought my pen up here. I'm taking notes from what y'all Listen, are you saying. Listen, you see me over here, right? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. good. Listen, I too kind of focused on Jeroboam. Um, I focused more so towards the end of the chapter, right. um, mm. the 34th, 35th verse. And I'm going to just read the message version um, mm. for you. Um, after this happened, Jeroboam kept right on doing evil. Yeah. Now, I could stop right there because <laughs> my observation was that the first nine words said it all. <laughs> after this happened, yes. mm-hmm. he kept right on doing evil. Doing what he was doing. He kept doing it. So it goes to the point to what Crystal, what you was talking about, there's a major difference between somebody being disobedient and somebody being defiant. Right. And what we have to understand is that if he would have just dealt with the warning, the warning that came beforehand, if you would have just paid attention Mm. to the warning, you could have stopped. But he chose not to stop, Mm -hmm. even though he saw the warnings. And a lot of times what we end up doing, what God was showing me is what we end up doing is that if you've had warning after warning after warning after warning, and what you're doing is that you're mistaking God's patience and his ability and, his, and, and the fact that he's slow to anger with his approval. Mm. He's, he's not turning his back on what you're doing. Yeah. He's not turning his back on our hangups. He's not turning his back on our shortcomings. He's not turning his back on it. He's given us time to get it together. My, my goodness. He's given us time to get it together. It wasn't an immediate thing. It wasn't immediate when Jeroboam caught what he caught. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It wasn't immediate. There was a few years that passed by between the man of God dying and Jeroboam dying too. It was time. God is giving us time, time. Yes. to yes. get it together. And I'm not talking about to the point to where you're giving in and whoever want to be a priest, be a priest. And who we sitting up here growing. No, you ain't growing, you're swelling. And so you have to understand, you have to understand you can't be, you can't be satisfied with just what you were saying, with what people think and what they mm-hmm. see. No, boo-boo, God is looking beyond what people see. Yes. What's going on in you yeah. that you won't let go of? What Jesus. is the unforgiveness? No matter what it is, what's going on? And God is giving us ample time mm. to get it together. And because he's doing that and you hadn't seen anything from it yet, yes. doesn't mean that he's okay with it. He's just patient mm. and he's slow to anger. Yeah. And so what I've learned is just because my mama, I got to go with what Crystal was saying here, just because my mama tells me, if my mama tell me to get in there and wash the dishes, mm-hmm. I don't want to wash the dishes. I clean the entire kitchen, but I don't want to wash the dishes. I don't. And so I clean the kitchen. I put all the dishes all in the sink. I clean the counter, clean the stove top clean the refrigerator, mop, sweep the flow, mop the flow. Everything is looking good, wonderful. It looks good, and I've cleaned the kitchen. 
But what you have to understand is that partial obedience uh, is still disobedience. Amen. Yes. Because I still didn't clean or I still didn't do what was asked of me. And that was to wash the dishes. While you're right there, let me just say this because God taught me through my own children that even if you obey or you know you mm -hmm, do what mm -hmm. you're told but you do it with the wrong attitude, it's still disobedience. It's still disobedience. So I try to tell I need three things. I need yeah. you to do what I say. I need you to do it quickly and with the right attitude. Attitude, and yeah. God expects the same thing from Come us. On. Absolutely, because it's like what's in your heart. If I, if I love it, oh, I'm going to do it in a special way. I mean, yeah. yo, I'm going to fix it up really, really nice. If I ain't feeling it, oh, you're going to see that I'm not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? And so it's almost right. like if, like, you know, checking our hearts, like what's in your heart? Getting your heart together. If, you're, if, you, if your heart is not in something, then that lets you know that there is a heart issue. Absolutely. And yeah. I don't want to be doom and gloom about it, too. Understand this. God appointed Jeroboam yeah. That's right. to yeah. lead the northern tribes. Yes. Come but on. then he told him in, 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 in what was it? I think it was in, in um, um, a, a few chapters earlier. It was in 1 Kings 11:38. He said, then it shall be if you heed all that I command you, walk in my ways and do what is right in my sight. Yes. Not my sight, bitch. Yes. His sight. Mm -hmm. Then yes. I yes. will be with you, but then he also says, I will build for you an enduring house mm -hmm. like Legacy. I built for David. Mm -hmm. We all know David to be the man after God's own heart, but we fail to look at the fact that God built an enduring house. Right. There's a reason why his house still, still stood in spite of everything that he had done yeah. yes. from yes. murdering, adultery, you name it, he did it. Bottom line, but his house still stood. Not just for him, but even the children past him. Yeah. So mm -hmm. understand, understand what he told me and what I pray you're getting out of this is the simple fact that, listen, your dis Jeroboam's disobedience caused 10 tribes to fall. Right. Yeah. It wasn't just him. Mm -hmm. So what God was sharing with me, sis, is that my, my obedience... That's it. My obedience is key. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. It's because everything. Of not just because of me and what he has for me, but because of my family. Yes. Behind yeah. Me. yeah. Because yeah. of the yeah. children Who's that I lead. Who's to me. Yes. yes. So it's not just to me, but it's about my tribe, my family. Right. That's a tribe. Generation. The yes. children that submitted yes. up under me. That's a tribe. People that I don't know that may be influenced by me. That's, that's a, a tribe. tribe. I refuse Jesus. to be disobedient and God it costs me my legacy. My it costs me my family. There are things that God Jesus has been Lord. telling you to do. Hmm. Yes. And you haven't done it for whatever reason. Could it be? Pastor Jeff, one of those reasons might be fear. Absolutely. Could it be um, that maybe Jeroboam was more afraid or cared more about what the people thought of him mm. than what God had to Absolutely. say? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, he, I, I think, you know, he, I'm going to let y'all have your gods, do what you want to do because he was in fear that they mm -hmm. would leave, mm -hmm. you know, and that his kingdom would be smaller if they, if he didn't give the people what they wanted. Wow. So I, I think we got to come to a place in our life where we care more about what God thinks that of is. us. Absolutely. Um, what God has to say than we do about what other people um, may say and feel. And Amen. the difference between him and David is David repented, you know, right. um, <laughs> and that's the difference Hello. with us. If we would just stop and repent, 
you right. know, tell the Lord, there you know, is. that we're sorry and then turn away from the sin, whatever it is, and turn to God. That's the difference. And that's what Pastor Jeff was saying is, you know, in verses 33 and 34, 30, you know, at the end of that chapter is the continuance in versus the stopping and the repenting and then the turning away. Yeah. And that yes. is the key is that God will uh, will forgive that's God it. will change the trajectory even upon one mistake. And I want to encourage somebody because sometimes people will think one mistake and now you're taking down for. Um, yeah. And but God is, is saying and, and here it is, yes, the man of God dis, did disobey. He did in one time. He did what another prophet said and went against the word of God that had already been told. But the difference upon him is that he had a mandate and knew better. Yes. And there are some of yeah. us that are still babes. There are there some of is. us that are still journeying. There are some of us that are still learning. We're in the process is. and there's grace. But when you know better, then there, there is a is. different mandate that God will have. And, there, and, and there's a different grace. And it says that it, he gives us all. A measure of it. And so um, that's that's the one thing. So please know there is yet hope and there's yet grace. There's yet time. But please do not take advantage of it. Humble yourself. Obey the Lord. Hear his voice. And do not follow another that is against what God has already told you. Amen. That is so good. When I tell you I'm... I know y'all are like going crazy in the comment section of whether it's Facebook or our online campus or even our YouTube because I, I've been writing down, just taking down some notes because God is being so clear. No matter um, what side of the verses you're on, you, you just absolutely know that, that, yeah, that is something absolutely for you. It's so much meat and that, that's yeah. why I love soap when you do open it up and when you do start reading. And, and I think we've made it very, very clear. No matter, don't worry about how many days you've, you've lost. Don't worry, right. just pick up pick on up that now. day. And I'm now. telling you, there is a right now That's word it. right there for you. And I know you like, well, y'all, this sounds so convicting, but I want you to understand that God loves us and yes. he just wants us to get it right. Yes. That he doesn't want you to just focus on the ouch, but he just wants you to focus on, listen, all you gotta do is follow my instructions. I think that's all it is. I think that's what Jeff is on. Follow my instructions. Think about if the king would have just followed his instructions and not listened to the people up under him. Just think about if the man of God would have followed the instructions, he would not, his dead body wouldn't be on the side of the road. It is very important that we just follow God's instructions. Be obedient to his word. Trust and believe in him and watch him. That's all we got to do. Just sit back and watch. Watch Amen. what your obedience will do. Watch what it will unlock for you. And Amen. I'm telling you, for someone who feels like sometimes, like, I'm still trying to catch up. I'm a babe in Christ. But God's like, listen, all you got to do is trust me, lean into me, ask me for the wisdom, and I'm going to give you everything you need. And I feel that that's what soap is really all about. It's yes. to equip us, to refresh us, to teach us and to show us just not how good God is because we know he is but also even know about ourselves Amen. know about ourselves because I think it's some people individuals walking around not knowing how special they are right. not knowing that God is choosing them for such a time mm. not knowing that no matter what it is that they've done in life that yeah. they are loved Absolutely. and no matter you know what I'm saying the circumstances of the situations that they may be facing that God has an answer for and it's in his word yes. and that all we have to do is just take time to be with him Amen. Amen.
you know, I'll, I'll finish with this. It's, it's, yeah. it's um, my application. My application, and I pray you, you get this, is that God is very patient. He's yeah. slow to anger. And I'm a living witness for this. I am. And so I'm so thankful for his patience. I'm so thankful for yes, his love, yeah. for his grace, for his mercy yes, concerning me. Yes. So when it comes to concerning me, I've decided to just say two words, Lord, anything. Yes, Lord. And if that's you, type that in the chat right now. Just Lord, anything. Yes, God. If you can use anything, yes, Lord. you can use yes, me. Lord. But it's all say, take my hands, Lord. Yeah. And my feet Come touch on, my heart. Speak to me, but don't just speak to me, speak through me. If yes. you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. So yes. understand right now that your children, Jesus. they're dependent upon your obedience. My God. Your family, your obedience. Your legacy, your obedience. Yeah. Your future, your, your obedience. And he's so patient, he's so slow to anger, and he has covered us, he, he's covered us and he's protected us and he's keeping it together till we get it together. Yeah. Yes, Lord. I can tell you guys that it is always an absolute honor to serve with you, to be your sister. I, I know I'm the little sister and I, and <laughs> I don't mind it, um, but there's so much that I learn from serving alongside of oh, you. And I'm just likewise. so grateful, likewise. so grateful to Bishop for his obedience. Absolutely. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your obedience, Bishop, because what God it has for done me. for us, it has stretched us in ways. Absolutely. Oh my God. It has put us in a posture <laughs> like we've never been in yeah. before. And just, just by that, I, I've seen a change, not just in my life, not just in you guys' lives, but the people connected to us. Like Joy, yes. I still am amazed on how God has just moved in your family yeah. and how your sister, Amen. you know, still here, you Amen. know, what I mean? in spite of everything that has Amen. been said, my you God. know, and how diligently you've been to still serve Amen. and still lean in into God. And, and Crystal, same grace. thing with you, you know, being here away from home, but now you have a home with us and just allowing God to unlock things and gifts and bring things to the forefront that you may have even forgotten about. And, and Pastor Jeff, stretching you yeah. to, to really lead our, our fusion youth. Yeah. And so I'm, I want to um, just go ahead and cover us, you Absolutely. know, cover us in prayer and what it is that we've discussed. Um, because I don't know about y'all, but I really so feel God yeah. moving yeah. in such a special way right yeah. now. So let me cover everyone. Father God, we just come right now just exalting your name, God, and just thanking you for being who you are. Lord God, we thank you for your breath that is in our lungs. We do not take it for granted no, no. each and every day. Oh, Father God, you allow us to be in your presence. Yes, and your presence is what we need, oh, Father, to be able to stay focused and keep moving forward. Your presence, oh, Father God, is what we need, oh, Father, to remain humble and, and continue to lean into you like never before, to never get caught up in titles, to always be keen to your voice, oh, Father God, and to stay at your feet. Father, your presence is always needed and required 
required. So when distractions come our way on this journey, Father God, we won't be quick and easy to be moved or detoured, but God, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy that will continuously guide us back into the middle. God, we thank you for making every crooked thing straight, oh Father God. We thank you, oh Lord God, for working things out. Everything that we may conquer or face on this journey, God, you have a way, oh Father, with going ahead of us, oh God, and working everything out. So God, we thank you. We thank you as we continue to lean into you to remain humble, oh Father God, to know that everything is in your timing, to continue to trust and have faith in you like never before. Father God, you brought us out of a year of 2020. Lord, where we've lost some things, where people have fell down and out. But Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to encounter you in this way. So Father, continue to have your way in us. Speak to us continuously as we come to the secret place of your word where your Holy Spirit is able to wrap its arms around us and remind us that you would never leave us or forsake us. God, we thank you for your son Jesus who died on the cross, who showed us, oh Father God, what it is like to continue to walk in the power and authority that you've given us. Father, we thank you right now on this day. The many blessings that you bestowed upon our bishop, the many blessings you bestowed upon our first lady, Dr. Ty. God, we thank you for their family and everything that you're doing in their lives. And God, we thank you for the mandate that has fallen on this house. Now, God, continue to cover us and keep us. We love you. We adore you. We thank you and we praise your holy name and seal this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Bishop Van Moody. For more information about Van Moody Ministries, please visit vanmoody.org. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week.